Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Brand Boutique Elite. My name is Farhana Cannon. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your platform of choice. Today, we have Nasera Bilal and Devin D'Angelo, the founders of Landing, a female-owned tech company. Landing is a social travel tech platform powered by a creator marketplace. Landing solves the problems of content overload when trip planning. So I'm sure of you, all of you have tried to plan a trip and you've done research and there's so much information out there and you might find reviews or information from people that may not have your similar vibe. Landing allows you to find curated content from a variety of different people with a variety of different interests. So if you're interested in luxury travel or hiking or luxury travel on a budget, you can find people that have curated content um, in all of these different spaces, and then you get authentic information to help you plan your trip. Thank you guys so much for being on today. Thank Thank you for having us. So tell me a little bit about why you created this platform. Totally. We, uh, so Nasara and I, we met back in 2015 in Paris uh, on our first day of orientation at grad school, actually. Um, And so, you know, quickly moving abroad, we were sort of faced time and time again with the problem of sort of content overwhelm when we were trying to plan trips, you know, you're looking for content, you're probably at the time, uh, you couldn't even save posts on Instagram. So I was literally screenshotting things. Um, You're looking at blog posts, uh, you know, nowadays, probably videos on YouTube, TikTok, uh, publishers, and it's just, it's a lot, the process is really broken. And to sort of take those inspirational contents and translate that into something tangible, which is a trip plan, Um, can be a really painful process. And so what we are here to do is to take the sort of pain points out of that process um, by uh, creating a tool that that simplifies it. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about, you know, how somebody could get on this platform, use this platform. Sure. Um, So we're actually pre-product. So we haven't dived into development yet. We're actually starting development the first week of July, so very excited about that. Um, In the meantime, we've developed our prototype. We've been in an incubator that's really helped us kind of take everything step by step um, to kind of position us in a great place um, to get this built and to be building exactly what our users um, are needing. So in terms of that, um, we're talking about users. Our platform really solves that entire ecosystem of the travel experience. So we're looking at travel planners who like like ourselves who are just going on trips or want an inspiration for next trips, things like that, um, as well as the creators. So as you all know, in social media, um, people who are spending a lot of blood, sweat and tears into creating fabulous content that you might peruse on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok, et cetera, we're really gearing up and building um, tools in our platform that will allow them to um, curate their content, share it out across other platforms, Um, and also monetize it in a really seamless way. And then thirdly, we have our user groups uh, within our business partners. So these are brands, agencies, um, tourism authorities, um, publishers, anyone in in that business who would um, be looking to either connect with creators or connecting with their audience, our key audience of travel planners. 
Awesome. I love this concept because I am always traveling and I'm always searching on a million different platforms. So definitely like going on Instagram and, you know, geo using geotags to find like, okay, so I'm going to this place, who's tagging, what cool things are they doing there? And I think that it's a little bit different than just going on like a trip advisor or just doing a general search because you know, the 60 year old man that likes hiking, like we're clearly, well, we might have some things in common, but generally I don't necessarily like the same things. And a lot of these traditional platforms have like all of these reviews on these places, but you don't necessarily know if their like style of travel is the same. And then too, you find a lot of these like different people being so sponsored by events or by brands that they're kind of just creating this content because they're being sponsored by this brand. And it's like, well, is this place even cool? Or am I even going to like this experience? So I love how you're bringing in this authentic voice of user-generated content. So when the platform is launched, can anyone join or do you have to be like an influencer? No, totally. So, and that's something that we're actually really excited about is um, the fact that it's free for people. Uh, so, you know, travel planners and our to our platform is also free for creators. We're here to help you do what you need, what you're out here doing, which is monetizing your content. What we're um, going after, and also so partners, it would be free to use for this sort of organic um, itinerary creation side. Uh, but our business model is really based on um, the sort of transactions and subscriptions to our creator marketplace, which is uh, sort of our our database generator, if you will, of creating content for people uh, to be, then be able to use and customize, collaborate on, and then be able to see really easily on trip. And so that, again, that's just something we're really excited about because unlike, you know, classic social media platforms that are free, it's free because you're literally the product. Uh, you're you're the product in terms of ads being um, you being the target for ads. Uh, versus for us, we don't need our, our business model isn't based on that, and so we have a really intentional. Um, we're being really intentional about our sort of ethics and privacy policy and how we are um, from day one wanting to sort of curate that um, a, a positive space, create a positive space for for our community. Yeah, I love that because, you know, a lot of people don't understand, like you put your stuff on all of these other social media platforms and they essentially own your content. So if you make this really cool reel on Instagram and you didn't save that video and Instagram decides to take down your account, like that is completely gone and you have really no hopes in getting that back. Yep. Yeah, Totally. So if somebody wants to go in, so for example, like I'm not a travel planner, but I have friends all over that are like, oh, I know you went to this place. I saw your, you know, your (laughs) on Instagram. Can you give me a list of what to do? And, you know, that gets daunting to have to like keep writing lists and knowing those specific people. So how would I use this platform to kind of create, you know, an itinerary for them to follow? Sure. And that's, I think the the key problem that we were solving initially was that, right? Like, how do we make that process as seamless as possible? 
Um, and there are a lot of apps and platforms out there that do allow you to create um, different lists, like Google Lists, or uh, there are other itinerary planning platforms, even that. But what we've found is that they aren't as intuitive as we would like. Um, so the idea really is, and we have our prototypes, we'd be happy to share that out um, as well so that people can get a sneak peek um, before our beta gets live. But you're essentially taking um, either posts or um, individual locations, activities, things like that, and you're literally dragging and dropping into that to that format. So someone who is as type A in terms of like, okay, we're going on a five-day trip to New York. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, these are what we're doing, these are the times we're going, these are the places we're going, here's who's going to be there, all of those things. You can get as detailed as that. Um, or you can be as simple as just saying, like, I'm going on a five-day trip to New York, here's the things that I want to do um, with my time there, and et cetera, et cetera. So in terms of the, the visualization of that, imagine a list that you can drag and drop into, that you can kind of collapse or expand, um, and that you can share out with a link. So in that template that you're seeing, you can have all of these different columns and fields and all this information. Um, and then when you're actually sending that out to your friends, right, who are saying, oh, Farhana, you went to Tulum like last month, like what, were the, what was your favorite part of it, right? All you're doing is selecting that link, sharing it out to them. And simultaneously, let's say you go back to Tulum in a few months and you find some other places or some of the places you went to close. So you're like, all right, those are, those are gone. That template and that link can continuously live so that no matter what you're updating um, in your templatized itinerary, that recipient of that link, that person who's, who you share that with, can see those updates in real time um, and can kind of live on forever. So the amount of work and the amount of effort that you have to go in and updating things, it's really simple. Um, and another thing to note is that you know we, we understand that people are gonna be inspired and be pulling content from all these platforms, right? We don't expect people once they're logged into landing to never go onto Instagram or Pinterest or TikTok, of course not. Like you as all of us as content consumers in this day and age, like we're going to be constantly on all these platforms and inspired by that. So the idea is also to be able to pull in that content um, into landing as well so that you're, you're getting that kind of full experience um, across all these different platforms. Exactly. Like we see ourselves as like really complementary to those um uh in terms of the the way that you know because really travel content if you think about it it's the only trending content type that doesn't have a clear path from discovery to action right like if you are wanting to redesign your living room or um you know you're really into cuisine like the way that it currently works would be like discovery to purchase like you'd be able to drive to purchase Versus if you see a reel uh, for, of someone's trip to like the Caribbean, you can't just like click purchase that experience um, of like what that creator did. And so what we're able to do is be a complementary tool um, for travel planners to be able to click through, uh, to be able to do the experience that they're seeing from, you know, if it's publishers, creators, or their friends even. Cool. So basically, if I put a post up on Instagram, I could pull that content into landing and that would be a part of that list. Yeah. So that, that's the idea, right, is to be able to save content. Um, and technically speaking, we were still working out all of that. Right. Like so a lot of these these tools and extras will come out in development. Um, and so we can't share everything now, but there is going to be a, a very streamlined process to do that. And it's going to feel really intuitive. Um, 
we're not trying to reinvent anything. I think like another cool thing about landing is that when you log on, you're going to feel like you already know how to use it, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're not taking a user experience and reinventing everything. We're making it simple and, and really using our discovery sessions that we have with our creators, with our travel planners and our business partners to be designing and developing something that makes sense. Um, and then of course, like iterating on that as we continue to, to grow and scale um, the platform globally. I love that. So how do people actually, you know, leverage their content and become kind of influencers in their own realm and monetize their content? Totally. So that sort of comes back to our sort of one liner. Um, you know, we, we're here to help people experience the world through personalized itinerary discovery powered by our creator marketplace. And so if you're not sure or not familiar with what a creator marketplace is, um, it's essentially third party platforms outside of native social media platforms that sort of uh, connect or drive the connection and campaign management between brands or businesses and creators. And so those have started sort of popping up, right? If we're looking at it from a historical sense with the sort of rise of what even the influencer um, and now the uh, creator creator economy is today. Um, and But now we're seeing that sort of become natively integrated into social media platforms now where like pen, all of the major social media platforms are now investing deeply into having native creator marketplaces, which is really interesting because we already, um, you know, we've been working on this for a few years and we that was something that we've identified and had already identified at the time. Um, and so in the way that that uh, sort of helps deliver on our promise to creators, which is to help them monetize their content. What it's super easy. And again, we have a demo video to, to share if you're interested. Um, but essentially what they would be able to do is obviously creating, you know, owned native content within the platform, but then they would go into the creator marketplace tool where there would be briefs available. Uh, an example, uh, you know, say if, um, uh, Classy Azul, luxury tequila brand. Um, they are looking to create a sort of itinerary that is in line with their sort of heritage with Mexico, obviously including like flagship locations, but also cultural experiences that would enhance the brand experience um, and wanting to work with the creator that is local there. So they would apply to the brief, kind of like LinkedIn apply, where you would be able to like send through your media kit, your profile be sent through say the, the brief gets accepted. And then from that point forward, through the platform, you'd be able to feedback together, align on the content to be delivered, post it in partnership with the brand, uh, manage the performance, uh, you know, having a really clear view on obviously awareness and engagement. But again, something that's really cool about landing is being able to measure the conversion and ROI. So how many people actually took action to go to those locations, thanks to your itinerary. Um, which isn't possible to do on any other social platform and then getting paid through the platform, obviously uh, that being managed, you know, hitting the key points of what also can currently be a really broken process handled through emails, DMS, uh, you know, randomly uh, we're streamlining that for, for creators and brands. That's super cool. Cause definitely there's, you know, all of these, when we work with clients to have their influencer marketing programs, you know, we're writing these contracts, we're setting these guidelines, we're saying like, 
X, Y, and Z needs to be done so Mm -hmm. that this is what the partnership requires. But also too, like when we're doing something and they're doing an Instagram campaign or they're posting, we don't necessarily know exactly how many people bought. We sometimes we have an like affiliate link, but yep. and you can track how many people click on that. But a lot of times people will just see something on Instagram and maybe save the photo and then just go and organically search it. They don't necessarily you don't necessarily click obviously Instagram doesn't have any clickable links per post. And so there's no real way to track that unless somebody's like, oh the link's in my bio. But chances are, I know for me, unless there's like a a sponsored ad with that post, then I'm clicking. Otherwise, I'm like, oh, yeah, I like that place. And then I'll just go and type it in and find it. No way to like connect those dots. It's literally like affiliate links or like my putting your code in the copy of a post on Instagram or, or it's like, you know, links and stories. It's really it's not straightforward which is why, again, we see ourselves as just being a compliment to, especially for creators, like here's a way for you to be able to credibilize the sort of uh, ROI on um, your partnerships with the brands that you're working with. There's also a play here um, that, you know, we're very aware of, of like passive uh, content creators. So someone who may not consider themselves to be a creator, you might have kind of a micro following or it's just your friends and family, which we're seeing more and more brands are, are targeting those user groups because the engagement is so much higher. So that use case could look like you're again going to Tulum and you share out your your itinerary and you're seeing that the hotel that you went to and that you included there, like your friends and family are all adding that, they're all interacting with that content. You would be able to say potentially to that hotel, pitch them like, hey, like I'm driving, I drove 10 people to book your hotel like this month. Like could we work out a partnership deal, things like that. So mm-hmm. um, we know that like the reality of, of people like on TikTok and things like that who don't have those deals in place, there is that that partnership that's happening further on down the road or they might not ever have that partner- partnership. They might, might just have like a call out from the brand saying thanks for thanks for that post or whatever. So this is also an opportunity again for that, that passive um, monetization of, of, of itineraries that aren't created with that partnership in mind, but just out of like pure uh, authentic, like affiliation with whatever that is um, to be monetized in the future. And so the process with landing, so say, you know, that hotel that I stayed at in Tulum, I have people coming to the list and I'm like, okay, yeah. And they see that people are clicking on that hotel link, um, possibly booking, possibly not, but there's that traffic um, in those analytics being tracked. Yeah. Will so how do I present to that hotel? Do I just pull the data and then, or is there like already kind of a one, two, three play of how to present? Yeah. So in our current uh, design, you would have a profile the same way. So everyone creates a profile when they join the platform, um, whether you're a brand, a creator, or just a regular travel planner. For regular travel planners because you might have a website or other things, you don't have those social links there. You would still have your information on landing that will show your recent itineraries, itineraries you've created, um, anything you want to highlight, all of those things, your followers, who you're following. So your information is already there. And the same way that a creator, when they're applying to that more um, formalized process of like a brief, right? So that say a brand published a brief and they're applying it. It's the same thing. You're sharing your profile. Well, as a travel planner, you have that option too. 
So you can also share your profile out or say, you know, hey, look at this specific itinerary or look at all my itineraries. I've somehow, I don't know, maybe it's not a hotel, but it's a brand, right, where they're, they're incorporating that brand no matter where, like, um, I don't know, Nike, for example, like you're someone who everywhere you travel, like you go to see whatever Nike's dropping in whatever city that is. So those types of experiences um, are possible, right, to, to reach out. And we're not saying that that's something that we're leading with in terms of what we expect from the platform, but it is something that we're seeing trending. So again, like brands are really looking to get that that authentic voice. Um, and oftentimes that could come from someone who doesn't have you know, 50,000 followers. They're looking at people who are, are much smaller, much more targeted um, spaces. Cool. I know that for the brands that we work with, if we do repost user-generated content, people like that because they're seeing that it's authentic. It's actually somebody, um, you know, really being interested in that product, really sharing their story. Um, I just posted a kind of story about this owl cleanse. So it's like a juice cleanse that I'm doing. And I just posted it. Like, I'm super excited to do it. I got inundated with Instagram ads from this company originally, and it took me some time. I usually tell people it takes like five to seven touch points for you to actually make a decision to buy if you're interested. I probably saw this around that period of time before I decided to buy. I definitely saved the post. But, you know, all of these ads kept popping up and I was like, all right, I guess that's a sign. I mean, <laughs> mind you, a sign that they're actually tracking me and they know all of the things that I'm interested in. But yeah. besides that, um, but I did a story, you know, unboxing it, being really excited about the product and they shared it on their story. And there's so many people that share their experience with this product and they're continuously sharing all of this user generated contents like on their page and on their stories. So with all of the research that you guys have done and in this platform being really um, comprised of user-generated content, what do you see as benefits for brands to use this or people to leverage this to like grow reach? For sure. I, I would say starting with people, um, one of the benefits is uh you know, for them, they wouldn't be as, as focused on growing reach. It would just be about being able to share their experiences. And that's really the sort of foundation that, that we're looking at, number one. None of the creator marketplace or any of that matters unless if we create a tool that solves the problem for, for people and the pain points of trip planning, right? So that's really the sort of bread and butter of like what we're super hyper-focused on um, as, a, as a step one. And then, and what that sort of looks like is, again, we have to be really intentional about what the community looks like in terms of, uh, of course, everyone is welcome, but leveraging voices of people that um, should have a voice when it comes to talking about their culture uh, or um, that are, you know, really um, knowledgeable about the certain travel niche that they're in, if it's like female solo travel or, you know, th there's such a, a complexity, a beautiful complexity of different types of niches in the space. Um, and even in search, like we'll really want to to be really intentional about how that's searchable uh, for the travel planner user. And then um, and then same for the creator, because they're kind of sitting between both sides, right? They are a human being um, that is here to, to share their experiences, but here also to grow an audience and it's and it's their job. 
And so um, the way that they're able to, to grow their, their sort of reach in the platform is going to be, again, really complementary to what they're already doing on social, where, yes, I'm sharing like this gorgeous content of my trip to Tulum, Paris, wherever, uh, on Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, the like. Uh, but then their audience is going to want to be like, okay, like, how do I, how do I do this trip that you, uh, that you, that you've just done? They would be able to just share the link and they're those travel planners that or you know, people that follow them will then be able to start that process over for themselves. And then from the brand side, uh, they are essentially getting access to this really, uh, uh, sort of intentional, authentic space of people that are the exact type of customer that they're looking for uh, and able to access our creator marketplace to create content and uh, create also a new form of content that doesn't exist. You know, what's classically right now, it's video, text, uh, blog, or, you know, published content. This is an, on landing, it's a new type of uh, experiential content, right? Where people are able to take that and go and experience uh, a brand experience, a person's experience, a creator's experience. And so all of that is going to be driving reach, um, but also from a brand perspective, ROI and engagement and ROI in terms of people actually going and doing those things. Cool. Um, so if somebody wants to plan a trip to like Lima, Peru, for example, could I type in, like, how would I search that? Would I type in Lima and see who else kind of tagged that? And, or like you said, solo female travel, how would I find those kinds of pieces of content? Sure. So first off, when you onboard onto the platform, much like a lot, a lot of other things, you're going to be selecting the different categories and interests that you have. So that are already might come in in that stage, right? So that once you've selected that, you're in the main kind of homepage, you're going to be your homepage is going to be populated based on those interests and categories that you selected. So there's a chance that you might already be presented with content about Lima. Um, if you don't see that in that moment and you're interested in there, we're going to have just this typical like search bar, right, where you enter in Lima, Peru, female solo travel, whatever it is you like, and then the the platform is going to present content that's related to that. Um, of course, there's going to be ways to drill down to that even further. So let's say that you already follow creators or you already have friends in Lima Peru or you know that are already kind of posting content. You can also do that via the, the name of the account, right, whoever that is. Um, so there's going to be a plethora of ways to kind of access the content. It's really going to depend on that person, their interests, um, their community, uh, because as we all know, like on all these other platforms, sorry, there's a, some noise outside. Um, all the other platforms, like what we see in our news feeds, what we see, uh, what content we're seeing, it's really dependent on, on people in our community, people who we follow, our friends, our families, all of those things. So um, that will all come into play as well. Yeah, I think also for search too, like what, what through our market research, there's also been, um, you know, like if, of course you're searching for a place, but maybe, you know, like Paris, for example, Paris is not the same in summer versus fall versus winter versus spring. If you're searching by pride, like the location, but also like within a certain budget. Um, so through our sort of research, we're also focusing on like, yes, uh, the place, but what are the sort of decision makers that come into play for you personally when you're looking for an itinerary? Yeah, I love that because, you know, one of my girlfriends is like, oh, like, let's go to Paris this summer. And I'm like, well... I don't know if that's where I want to go in the summer, but I mean, it's a whole nother thing that we can do there, you know? Yeah, so totally. 
definitely like seasonally. I mean, think about like Boston or New York. It's like, you know, there's a completely different, like you can go to the beach and go boating in the summer. And then in the winter, you can go skiing, like different (laughs) activities. And all of these places too, like we're talking about large cities, but maybe it's a smaller place, but it depends on who you are and what your interests are. And that experience is going to change for different people. So like going to Paris, Paris has so many different neighborhoods, has so many different lenses, like going in there. If you're staying in the center of Paris, your experience is going to be very different than if you go outside to the the Northern or like the Southwestern around these bones, like it's going to be a completely different experience. And that, so that also is something that we're thinking about and conscious of, of like, are you um, to use more stereotypical, like, hipster experience like do you want to go to hipster bars and kind of expos that are are geared more towards that or are you someone who's really into sports so you're going to want to go to like the sports bars the sporting events things like that so there's it really depends on not just who you are but like what you're interested in and what you're what you're looking to experience so for general tips about user content generated content and influencer marketing what is some advice that you can give our listeners um, to leverage these for their brands or how they can um, kind of find information um, and grow their their reach or their businesses? What are some of the information that you've gathered, you know, throughout the years of this process that you'd like to share? For sure. So, yeah, and. My past life, you know, I've been the sort of community manager, I've been a marketing manager, social media manager, you name it, um, in this space for 10 years. And I think one of the coolest things about UGC is the fact that it's coming from, uh, it's already a sort of step in the right direction from a brand perspective. Like this person is creating this content because they love your brand so much that they want to share themselves with the product and um, to their, uh, you know, close-knit community given, and that means that they're already a customer, there's already a level of loyalty. And then on the other side, you know, when the brand is sharing that, you're creating a sort of, uh, you're deepening your relationship with them because like, I literally remember being in DMs with people um, when I used to work on Wella Professionals, for example, global uh, beauty hair care brand and hair color, uh, people would be so excited when we would share their content and they would even like send content directly to us in DMs, hoping that we would share it. So you're literally creating uh, relationships. And I really think like community managers, whoever is listening, like you guys are on the front lines of developing relationships um, and UGC is, is a really key way to do that. Um, And then also on the other side, you know, people ultimately, you know, we're all humans and we existentially are looking to see ourselves in, uh, you know, in in what um, is sort of faced back towards us. And so when you're leveraging people uh, that look like who your your customer base really is, uh, that in turn will continue to sort of grow that process. So definitely leveraging UGC. And I think, you know, those principles still apply for the creators that you work with as well. It's, you know, showing creators that look like who your, who your audience is, is, is really a special way to encourage, um, you know, developing authentic, authentic relationships with your, with your customer base. And what about like the leveraging of influencer marketing and using because people are generating and creating so much content and there's definitely people that have large followings 
that are not really leveraging that to, you know, make any money. So what are some tips that you can give people with that? Yeah. So there, we're our kind of creator marketplace, like right at the back end and the, kind of the business aspect of landing um, already exists, right? There's so many out there. There are dozens and there's new ones popping up every day. Um, we're actually in an incubator and we have, I think, two other startups who are doing that. So I think what we've seen in re from research is like the more niche you can be in those spaces. So if you're a creator and you're looking to monetize your content and you're joining uh, a creator marketplace, try to find one that really is specific and niche because brands are feeling the oversaturation there the same way that creators will, right? So finding a, um, in this case, like a travel and lifestyle creator marketplace, right, with landing. If you are someone who's targeting like a sports audience, like find one that specializes in that. If you are, um, you know, music, whatever, whatever it is, like find that streamlined approach um, because a lot of the bigger players, they are, uh, I don't want to say that they, they have more power in terms of like who's getting seen by brands. Um, so the, the higher um, chances you have in a smaller uh, market are, are better. Definitely. Well, thank you guys so much for sharing about landing. I'm so excited for it to, um, you know, be launched completely. Um, can people check out the beta version? Yes. So first off, if anyone is interested, we can share the links, I think, in um, when this is posted, but feel free to sign up for our beta list. What that will do is that as soon as it's live, let's put yes. it up. Cool. Um, we'll put that in there. And so as soon as that's live, you can, you'll sign up, we'll, you'll get a notification. Um, we're aiming for the fall, so I can't give the month yet, but it's going to be sometime this fall. Um, and then the platform will be fully uh, live uh, early next year. So very excited about all of it. Um, and as beta users, like we're really looking for people who are passionate. Um, we'd appreciate any time. So any input, if you have any ideas about things that are missing from current platforms or tools they're using now, like feel free to email us. Um, we have a support email as well, support at landing.travel. Um, and we're just looking to hear from anyone and everyone. And what is the link? I'm gonna put it in right now for everyone. And for those that are listening on the podcast, let's audibly say the link. Let me, okay. So it's, if you just go to our website, so it's www.landing, L-A-N-D-N-G dot travel, T-R-A-V-E-L. And there, if you're a travel planner, that'll be the first page where you can just click on uh, the, the first call to action button. Uh, which would be to sign up for our beta. If you're a creator, there's the, it would just be that same link slash creators. And then if you are a business partner, it would be that website slash partners. Awesome. So I have a fun little question that I ask all of my guests. So if you could be a superhero, what would your two superpowers be? Ooh. Oh. Hmm. I would love to fly. Um, that's a good question. That is a good question. I feel like, I don't know if this is a superpower, um, but, you know, being able to uh, be sort of like 
you, not, you know, like how you'd be able to like read other people's minds. I wouldn't want to do that. I would want to kind of be able to separate myself and doing that for myself to just like peace out. Um, but yeah. <laughs> oh, my second one would be to be able to breathe underwater. <laughs> Such good ones, Sarah. Very key, like Superman. These are these are old school skills, right? Aquaman, <laughs> Superman. My number one is to fly as well. So I want to fly yeah. and speak every language. Oh, oh that is a superpower. Use that one too. <laughs> yes. So you could go everywhere and know how to communicate. You know, like even I do a lot of speaking at different events, and generally I have to be at English-speaking places. So North America, the Caribbean, England, Australia. Yep. You know, there's those are the places so far that I've spoken at. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of people obviously that speak English, but it's always better when you can connect with somebody in their native language. Absolutely. Totally. Absolutely. I, that is definitely like a superpower. And even like learning another language, like Nasara and I are fluent in French. There's even like different ways of like processing information or in like even phrases that, you just don't have like in, in English or an, another person's native language. So yeah, that's an awesome superpower. Well, one of my friends was like, well, that's not really a superpower because um, <laughs> it's possible. And I'm like, yeah, that's totally possible, but it's not possible for me. Like I don't, I'm not going to do it. Like, so I would need some magic to make that happen. So. And to speak every language, I think every yeah. language that we're talking about, there's languages we don't even know about, right? That yeah. are like, forgotten. So I think if you could even say every like ancient language to present day, like that is a superpower because you and don't know so many, like, little tribal languages that, you know, use a mix of so many different kinds of words. Like mm -hmm. there's a lot of languages that are like super small in their, their regional use too. Yep. Dialects. No, absolutely. I think that's a, that's a valid, valid superpower. Yeah. That one hits home too. Like I'm from Hawaii and they purposely like don't teach Hawaiian language um, in schools. And that's like something that I'm wanting to like make space and time for is to like learn, uh, like our native, our native language too. Mm -mm. Cool. Well, I want to thank you guys so much for being on. I love this business that you guys have created and I cannot wait until it's launched for all of you that are listening. Be sure to go to uh, landing it's l-a-n-d-n-g dot travel and you can sign up to be a beta user and you know really kind of have your voice be heard and have um, you know your adventures be shared with whoever you'd like so thank you guys so much again thank you for Hannah thank you everyone thank you bye bye, bye.